0: You are entering the Shungite Zone. This is the Shungite Radio Show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It's November 14th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Mark Joseph. Derek is off today um, for a lot of reasons. But um, so hi there, Mark. How you doing?
1: Hey, Nancy. Hey, Walt. Good to be here.
0: Morning, guys. Yeah, it's, thank, thank you both for being here. Um, so we are um, we are in a strange place in this reality. And just to update people or remind people, that shungai is extremely integral to where we are i know that i sometimes sound like i'm a you know a fanatic on shungai well that's because i am a fanatic on shungai i want you to just sit back for a second and remember what happened in february of 2020 we get this blue light that comes out of the celestial realms And explodes over Shungite, the Shungite field, the only place you can get Shungite in the world. And imbued it with a new level of energy. Um, We did many, many shows on that when it happened. We know it happened. We have the proof of it, the people that are there in Shunga Village. Um, We have contact with yes they confirmed that there was the explosion right over it from my own remote viewing I believe it was a plasma wall and uh, that it was what they were explaining in the Hopi prophecies as the blue star Kachina because the blue star Kachina is the last and of 10. Markers indicating a change, indicating it was prophecy that ha- that they had prophesied this before they got to it. So this is supposedly, you know, 200-year prophecy. And it takes us through uh, even the, the trains and the buffaloes and, and d- down to the hippies becoming, you know, part of the Native Americans. It kind of, you know, yeah, we like Native Americans. And they started doing a lot of things with them, making them more known. All the way down, and then there's this blue star, Kachina, and it's the last of the ten. And it said that there'd be a blue blue light come out of the celestial realms and mark the end of the old world and the beginning of the new world. Well, that was February 21st of 2020. Within ten days, we were starting to lock down. There was never, never again would we see the world as we saw it before, ever. So, is Shungite integral to everything that we're doing? Yes, because it has special qualities that go beyond anything that a strict mineralogical science will tell you it can and cannot do. It goes beyond what electromagnetic pollution and impurities and toxic water, all of the sciences. If you look up Shungite, you're going to find... A tremendous amount of information coming out from scientific evaluation of it. But when we were introduced to this back in 2014, there was already, uh, they were looking at it, but not in any way like they're looking at it now. And of course, that goes back to the C60 molecule that's integral to this thing that was made in interstellar space that, is full of not just the energies of the c sixty but as it came from wherever it started to earth, it picked up energies from every cosmic body that's out there that's the way enterology works you energy effects affects energy, and you know you pick it up you 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 share it with other people it's it's a sharing energy everything is energy so when it got to to Carilia, uh, in Russia, it it was a one-of-a-kind, the most unique thing that has ever probably been on the planet before. And, of course, this happened, you know, what was it, 2 million years ago? 2.5 million years ago? So it's been sitting there waiting, 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 waiting. And then suddenly, myself, Walt, Derek, and, and thousands of other people who had been doing their due diligence to follow the path of divine inspiration or higher self or whatever it is, being led to information, being taught uh, about different things that allowed a good group of people to all of a sudden go, whoa, what's this Shungite stuff? And to recognize it, it at a very basic soul level, that this is what we need. And I said from the beginning, this will... You know, allow human beings to level the playing field because they had so much pollution in this sphere of life that we call the biosphere of Earth that the human beings were not being what they were designed to be, which are particles of God, reflections of God, whatever your God is. Well, so that was in 2014, and now where were we we're, we're, we're in, 2023? And there's a new movement. Now, the C60, everybody want oh, the C60, go get your lab made C60, or C60, C60. Well, now they're beginning to realize that this Shungite that they kept dismissing as being nothing is something. And one of those people is Cliff High. Now... Cliff High has been out there for a very, very long time. And for those people that don't know who he is, or you know why we pay attention to him, way back when—I don't even remember when it was. Maybe Mark does. I got into doing work with the internet and watching the language. He was a linguistic to begin with in, in his, you know, his basic learning uh, experiences, ling, ling, language study of languaging. Languages, and then when you're studying the languages, you're also studying the people and everything else. So he had a really solid background. And when you hear what we're going to play, is Cliff High being introduced to the Shungite. I mean, he's basically been on it for a little bit, okay? But when he started out, he was looking at language and Being able to make educated assessments of what the language was, how it was trending to say, well, this is going to happen in the future, in the immediate future. And he had a a really good accuracy. So. That's where he got kind of like picked up as being somebody to pay attention to because he was better than any psychic I'd ever heard about. And it was all just studying the language that was coming over the internet. What was trending? Because there seems to be this, this kind of like in people, it's almost like you already know what the story is or the basic story outline. So you as an individual being guided by your spiritual guides starts getting focused on on a certain subject. And, and I've watched this from the radio standpoint. You know, you got eight different shows going off. Nobody's listening to everybody else. And yet I have to listen to everybody else because I'm the producer. And I'm seeing that, oh, they're talking about this and they're talking about this and they're talking about this. They're not talking to one another. They're picking up what's trending in the subconscious of humanity. So right now, Shungite's in a renewal type of thing, and uh, unless you guys want to say something now, I'll just play that tape if you want. Hello, boys.
1: Yeah, just play the
2: tape. Yeah. For me.
0: Okay. All right. Here we go. Now this is uh 13 minutes.
2: We're doing some experiments with uh, shungite at the moment, relative, especially relative to its um, effect on uh, psychic ability. Now. We don't know what that um, uh, what that is, right, in terms of what the effect is. Um, we know it has an effect. We know that if you wear the Shungite and you do remote viewing, you have better remote viewing, you have more accurate remote viewing, you have um, more available to you, the experience is a little bit more pleasant. All kinds of things, right, relative to the remote viewing. Now, we have factual uh, information relative to shungite that it shuts down or or impacts the ability of electromagnetic fields to um, uh, to get into your body. So, if you put the shungite between you and the electromagnetic magnetic field, the shungite appears to act as like a um, <coughs> electromagnetic sponge, in that it sucks it up and it doesn't go into your body. So you can you can wear a shungite. You can put little tiny shungite things on your phone, and it'll suck up all the electromagnetic radiation of your phone or your laptop or whatever, uh, and and retain it there. And and it shrinks the effective electromagnetic field bubble. So this is a very interesting uh, phenomena that we're investigating at a relatively scientific basis, although our point is to get on and try and figure out what parameters affect its ability to interact with your psychicness, right? And um, so we've got a whole bunch of uh, experiments planned. Apparently the Russians are like, mm, okay, so there's some level of investigation at the scientific level within the Russian Society of Shungite, pretty much along the electromagnetic radiation um, deal uh, along those lines, but they they may also be investigating its ability to ramp up psychicness. We say this because um, some of the expats or some of the old farts are, are expat Americans, um, uh, a, a Greek or a Frenchman living in uh, Russia, right? And uh, so they're aware of things that are going on in Russia. One of them is really... Uh, tied into the psychic community into Russia, and he's of the opinion, or, or he's located some stuff uh, that suggests that the Russians are of the opinion that it uh, may be worthwhile to ban the sale of Karelian uh, shungite. This is the only shungite there is, right? It's this meteor that came down and smacked into northern Russia, and we've been mining it ever since. And it's really interesting um, mineral in a lot of ways. Anyway, so. Um, our guy in Russia uh, has been um, uh, getting information about a uh, telepathy experiment that's been ongoing. And this telepathy experiment is um, uh, involving uh, children and, and young adults, you know, like in their uh, very late teens, early twenties, um, that are siblings that have apparently been previously identified as having some level of psychic ability. And then they're, they're I don't know all the details. We know that they've been given uh, Shungite to wear 24 hours a day, so little bracelets, and that they have medallions and stuff, and that the Shungite is um, uh, being used in, in um, I guess we'd call them devices, really sort of like uh, uh, boxy things that uh, I'm not really sure of the intent. We don't have a, a decent description of that. But they're apparently attempting to like set up a um, an enclosed space created by the Shungite set into the room, and it's got um, sensors in its um, internally how those sensors are relaying information out, I don't know, I don't know if it's wired, I don't know you know, if the wires are insulated, I don't know any of the details that, that way, we just have this high-level discussion of the results of this thing uh, that have been reported part of the uh, telepathy experiment, but apparently the telepathy experiments are uh, pretty fantastically positive in the sense that uh, telepathic abilities, uh, where people already had them uh, to some demonstrable degree go way the fuck through the roof um, with this like Shungite protocol. And so this is sort of the kind of thing that um, the remote viewers experience when they get involved with Shungite. Uh, in fact, some of the remote viewers can only have uh, exposure to Shungite for a certain percentage of the day and they sort of like um, uh, get too agitated. It uh, uh, it affects them at a um, Physical slash emotional level, and so they they have to uh, limit their exposure to it. So anyway, it's a, a interesting mineral for us to be investigating, and is yielding some positive results in our investigations as well. So right now we're we're approaching this from a um, uh, you know physical parameter. Uh, viewpoint. We haven't gotten yet to the point of designing psychic experiments, although we're sort of noodling with that and making some discussions about how to proceed. Uh, our issues, of course, are that most of us are separated by uh, thousands of miles, if not whole continents. <laughs> so um, so it's going to be difficult to uh, arrange things in a, you know, a, a reasonably orderly fashion for Uh, doing these kind of psychic experiments. Usually they're done in like the same building kind of thing, right? Anyway, so um, yeah, some craziness here on the roads. Okay, so anyway, so um, uh, I'll report on our Shungite experiments as we go forward. So far, we have not had any uh, disappointing results at all. And it's actually quite remarkable the level of um, activity that the shungite presents. So you can have a uh, a magnetic field source and use like a trivalent uh, electromagnetic field sensor, and you might get a combined reading of, um, say, 112 on the field. Right? This is one set of numbers we've actually encountered here with a very strong electromagnetic field. And uh, you put guide in front of it or in between it and the uh, sensing meter and the sensing meter's ability to uh, to get that field drops down from 112 down to two. OK, so very little of that electromagnetic field is coming through. In fact, it is uh, what I would think of as like being subcritical in the sense that. Um, uh, just walking around in a non-electromagnetic field um, filled environment so if you're just like outside uh, you know you're walking along on the side of the street there's the power lines up above you you might be exposed to a field that was you know a, a, as low as two or less right so this is a very low levels of electromagnetic radiation to be subjected to very low indeed and um, Uh, it's a sustainable once the once the uh, shungite is there that's the the maximum level of field you get it fluctuates slightly uh, it fluctuates even if the the field is reasonably stable and the shungite is stable there's still some level of fluctuation of the interaction of the field with the shungite material now the interesting part is that The size of the shungite does not really matter that much you can get it down to a point where it's not effective so if you take these shungite medallions and you crack them into lots of little bits uh, and you put all the little bits into a um, like a plastic sack or something and hold that plastic sack of shattered shungite fragments in front of the electromagnetic field it still works now and at some point uh, taking out one piece at a time, one piece at a time kind of thing, you will get down to the level of, uh, of reduced mass to where the shungite has no um, measurable effect. In, in our experiments here, uh, we can take a four gram uh, bit of shungite, which is not very much at all, and it's a very thin wafer-like thing, a little wafer medallion, crack it up into dozens of pieces because it doesn't crack evenly you know you can slice it you can treat it as a mineral but you create uh, you know it's like a jewelry mineral but you create lots and lots and lots of um, debris and residue because of the, the flaking and so on it's a very flaky material anyway so um, the the cool thing about the shun is that even at these reduced levels so if you get out of the four grams, if we get it down to just a little over a third of a gram, it stops working, right? But if you put it back up to a half a gram, that is to say you return some of the dust, there you go, it starts working again. Um, and then even at its minimalist level, so so you've got an electromagnetic field at 112, and you take your cracked up bits of shungite medallion, and you take them down to the, the absolute minimum that is um, able to be uh, felt so to speak um, a, a measured uh, field response and you take it down to that then you can increase that magnetic field basically as much as you want and you still get the same level of reduction effect uh, within uh, uh, the, as a result of the shungite so um, you know, so you, you raise it up to 145, 212, 280. It does not seem to make any difference. And and we have not, with our crude level of equipment anyway, been able to come up with a... Um, uh, correct, road, road closures. Um, we haven't been able to come up with a, uh, a large enough field that would uh, overwhelm the Shungite so uh, shungite medallion is, is uh, apparently is as effective against a, an electromagnetic field from a um, computer as it is from an electromagnetic field from a power plant um you know just really interesting the the way that it um uh, operates at scale as i say i think of it as a sponge um pulling in the electromagnetic field and isolating you from it. Uh, this works with little tiny bits of, of shungite dust that have been uh, put into a, a little sticky that you can put on the back of your um, laptop or in the back of your phone, and you totally reduce the amount of uh, electromagnetic field that's coming out of there just by that dust. Okay, so I'm gonna have to get off here and do some other stuff anyway um, when we figure out or if we figure out why this is affecting uh, things like psychic ability uh, you can be certain that we'll be shouting this out from the rooftops because it's really fascinating and it there is something there it's really solid work that it does affect your psychic ability as well as just regular electromagnetic fields okay anyway got to go guys got some stuff here and it's uh, strange times.
0: So yeah, he needs to read my book <laughs> because he's so, he's so off base with so much of what he just
3: said. Yeah. Like for example, I'm I'm putting when I'm just, when I finish this, uh, for example, he keeps making the, um, analysis that, uh, Shanghai is like a sponge. It, it's not a sponge. If it were a sponge, like a sponge, it would saturate and it would stop do, doing its work. It, it's not a sponge. It doesn't saturate. <laughs> it's, well, it it's, doesn't, it's, transmuting, doesn't. it's transmuting the energy. It's not saturating because it's transmuting the energy. It's not sponge. He's not, <laughs> he doesn't understand anything about it.
0: You know, I mean it's like ignorance in an overdrive. Because it, if, yes, exactly what you say. You know, it that like that doesn't make any sense. You know what you're saying about it being a silent sponge. But if you look at it from what we've been saying from the get go, that it's energy, and that the rotation of the spin of this. Molecule that's big enough to put a molecule of water in it, the C60, which mm-hmm. impregnates the whole shungite with the same kind of energy field. And it's linked to the quantum field. So all it's doing is changing the the rotation of the, of the energy field when we're talking yeah. electromagnetic. You know, there's no transmuting. You transmute when you're using it as a water purifier. And it's like Walt said. Well, how many years ago? Probably fourteen. You put that. You took your uh, water purifier from under your sink. Changed out the carbon that you. If you don't, if, oh, yeah. if you don't change that carbon on a really frequent basis, it starts to have so much toxicity in it that you wouldn't want water going through it. Well, you can immediately smell it. The water it stinks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, like a sponge, okay, if people that don't have those. A sponge. Why do you end up throwing out a sponge, a real sponge? Because it stinks. Yeah. It stinks. It's full of bacteria. It's full of awfulness. Now, the only reason I have a microwave in this house is so that I could take the sponges and every day nuke them Mm -hmm. to kill what was ever in the sponge. Otherwise, I was spending a lot of money on sponges that just stank like.
3: You
0: know, <laughs> well, ever, ever since I've started using Shungite, like putting it on the water system,
3: yeah,
0: I don't have to do that. It, they never get stinky. The bacteria doesn't, you know, grow on them. But Walt put—he changed out and he put the Shungite into the, you know, the water purifier.
3: And have you ever changed it out? Nope. And I've already. I've already opened the canisters twice to inspect the condition because I got the uh, the shungite but I got the shungite sold by Derek so it's like a, it's it's not powder but it's very small uh, very uh, it, it's like I I don't know it's like a high, it's um it's a bigger grade of a of it's of the shungite so it's it's thick enough to allow the water through without blocking the passage of the water and uh i've already i've already disassembled both canisters and there's zero smell and the uh, the other thing there's no smell the the water as you as you know city water has chlorine in it guess what there's zero smell of chlorine in the water zero nothing there's no smell whatsoever so it's 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 still it's still working at neutralizing chlorine. So uh, I take it for granted that uh, well, I, that my dowsing tells me that it it neutralizes the uh, the what is the other substance the thing uh, the uh, what's the uh, the chemical that affects our brain
1: Chlorine. Chloride. Chloride.
3: yeah it it, it well, neutralizes they, chlorine. They've,
0: they've scientifically proven that in glyphosate. We've got that on micro on uh, micro uh, uh, microscope video. Yes,
3: and one of the things that I noticed in the in the audio recording, he's completely focused on electromagnetic field, but uh, it, the, the Shanghai doesn't stop there. It's affecting the spin on on all fields. It, it doesn't matter if you're working with electromagnetic. It doesn't work. It, it doesn't matter if you're working with chemical energy. Not only electromagnetic, but for example, it changes the spin on the natural uh, natural gas that goes into the into the into the furnace. It changes the spin on well on on the water. So it doesn't stop on electromagnetic. He's I know I know what he's coming. He's he's focusing on what he's finding. That's normal. That's okay. But he's just there's so much more. <laughs> he shouldn't stop there. It's he should I. I I tested it on, on light. The only thing I haven't done a conclusive test is that what is the effect on sound, for example? Sound frequencies. Are sound frequencies being transmuted somehow by the Shanghai? That's the only thing I haven't tried. But I have tried light. It changes uh, light energy. It, well, it's it's, an, it's another frequency in of the electromagnetic spectrum. Uh, like I said, natural gas. Well, we we've we change the electricity on the uh, the spin of the energy in in the water. So uh, it does. The thing is that when he he when he allows himself to do further in depth analysis, he'll be surprised how much more Shanghai does. He's like scratching the surface of it.
0: Well, they're not going to get there, Walt, because they're not looking <laughs> at from that standpoint. Oh. I mean seriously he's been doing this for a few months he's locked in with some company that's you know probably chinese that is um you know selling him these medallions that he's selling to everybody okay so they they're only they're only looking at it from one standpoint because they're not they don't have the science mm-hmm. and the science says look at it from energy you know, why Why is all this working? Well, let's let's take the natural gas thing, okay? Why do you get so much more of an efficient uh, rendering of the system when you've got the shungite with, with it? Well, it's because inside the natural gas, no matter how, how pure you think it is, it's got a lot of bullshit crap in it. And shungite's energy field takes anything that is rotating contrary to it it's the strong field is so powerful that the, that what we would call toxins is hits it and reverses its spin. But it's not a wave. It's not an electromagnetic wave. And it's molecules. Okay. So the molecules are comprised of what atoms. So when this molecule hits this thing and begins to to turn, just like it does in the electromagnetic field, it loses the atomic cohesion the cellular cohesion the molecular cohesion and it falls into atoms that's why there's no saturation because the atoms are naturally rotating correctly okay yeah. it's the whole when you it's it's just simply energy but if they don't get their their get into the concept of it's all energy you can't see it
2: yeah, why do
3: they're still looking at uh, the mineral, oh, it's a mineral, nothing else. So forget consciousness, <laughs> forget awareness.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, everything, everything they're saying about, you know, okay, it's it's helping you psychically. Why is it helping you psychically? What, what's it got to do with your psychic? Why
1: why
3: aren't they making that connection right then and there? Okay, there is a connection there. If, if it's affecting you psychically, that means the shungite is affecting at a level of consciousness. So go there. Don't just stay on the oh that it's a black rock. No don't don't just stay there. Keep going. No, you
0: you went you went to consciousness. So you jumped to consciousness and that's what they're doing. It's not, it's energy. Yeah well if you if you are if you are energy field and you are being torn apart by all of the toxins in the water, in the food, in the air. Every place you go, there's toxins, toxins. Why aren't we all dead? Um, if, you, if, you, if you are your electromagnetic field, because every energy field is going to affect every energy field. If, you, if you're just torn apart, okay, how the heck can you make the connections to your own psychic abilities? You can't. You're too muddled. Besides which, the fluoride that they put in the water has gunked up the pineal gland. There's little crystals in there that, that vibrate. They connect you. The first gland that is ever seen is the pineal gland in, in a human embryo. Okay? It connects you with your higher self, your soul, whatever you want to think of that. But that that energy field that gives us access to everything in the universe. All right? So, but that's all gunked up because of the fluoride. Well, shungite, does; its fluoride is a toxin. It's rotating in the wrong direction, and that it just clears the pineal gland. So, yes, you're going to be more psychic because you're you've got a. a it's like having a communication system that is just wired wrong, and it's well, short it, it brings you
3: back to the like one of the first things you've you uh, taught about the shungite – the, the so-called Shanghai Smackdown where it, it, it happened to me and the first two weeks of wearing shanghai I kept getting this this uh I, I would get these uh, uh like attacks like uh i would uh, explosive emotional states and you're asking yourself where where where, where is this coming from why am I acting this way but after the first two weeks it it went away. it was actually decontaminating you from all the crap that is built up. So that was one of the first remember though was that was one of the first experiences. And in fact you would you would do well, you warned people. Don't you know don't don't give up on Shanghai, be patient until until you clear out. Because once you clear out, you're, you're gonna get a lot more work out of the Shanghai. How many people gave up on Shanghai? Oh I'm wearing this and I'm feeling this. I'm oh I'm gonna stop. You know? No, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going.
0: <laughs> yeah, so until they begin to look at everything from an energy standpoint, they're not going to get the science. And why is there a conscious a, a sentience to Shungite? Why can you essentially talk to Shungite and it'll talk back to you? What what would you
3: say it is? What what is that? It's it's consciousness. Just Was because it? just just because it's not Organic doesn't mean that it's not conscious, unaware. Well, first of all, uh, I, I'm not. Even, I mean, the first one to uh, to talk about the subject, it's in covered in one of the uh, uh, Castaneda books, the non non-organic intelligences. Remember that entire an entire book was focused on that, where he he actually got into a um. In it wasn't a fight, but it was like I don't I don't remember what it was, but the uh, the teacher subjected him to a test where he actually com- uh he uh, it wasn't i don't i don't know if it's uh you would say it, it's a fight or some it was like some some kind of activity where he actually had to fight against these two entities he had, according to the description in the book they look like trees they they look like tree trunks and they were intelligences, but they were non organic. So he had never encountered that before. Non organic intelligences. But there they were. They're alive and, and they're intelligent and they're aware of you and they're <laughs> and they're having their fun with you because you don't you don't see them for what they are. So he there he opens the the, the subject of non organic intelligences. Well, is Shanghai organic? No. Is it intelligent? Oh you bet it is. It, what what do you what do you expect it, it, it's the fabric is the fabric of the universe is from interstellar space that's why it forms in interstellar space it it cannot Shanghai in its in its uh, natural state cannot form on a planetary surface like i said it before okay you look at a diamond what is Shanghai made of carbon okay a a diamond is considered like the the toughest substance it's made of pure carbon okay it's made of the uh, the organic struct, crystalline structure is made of four atoms they, they they form a tetrahedron okay what are the elements the conditions necessary for this tetrahedron to form temperature and pressure okay can does that does that exist on the surface of the planet yes now what if you go into empty space you have no pressure they have no pressure you have no temperature what do you get well you get fulleries that's what they that's why when they did the spectra, spectroscopic analysis of the uh, interstellar cloud they kept they they analyzed because they never seen the fulleries before they said the 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 substance of the cloud material seemed to be uh, cellulose, because only cellulose would explain the ma- the very giant si- uh, size uh, carbon atoms, but they didn't know that it wasn't cellulose; it was uh, fullerenes, because fullerenes are giant uh, molecules with sixty sixty atoms, and you have uh, uh, ones that are been recorded at even bigger, than, even but, but bigger than sixty. Uh, atoms per molecule. So, and um, what are the conditions? Okay, they have to be in zero gravity, so zero temperature. Otherwise, they cannot form. And they d- duplicate it in the lab because they need to put it in a in a vacuum tube, in a vacuum chamber, in order to, for the for these big atoms to uh, uh, form in in this in this composition of sixty atoms so it they ha- ha- shanghai in its natural state has to form in interstellar space it's not a, a planetary f- um uh not, not a pl- m- composition something composed in a planetary surface it there's too much pressure there's too much temperature so these are uh so i don't know when when are they going to get it <laughs> When are they going to get get on with it and make the connection to all these uh, amazing things? <laughs> well, I, I'm trying to, who
0: was is, who is the name of the guy that, um, the Galactic Historian? Oh, the, uh, Bartzis, Andrew Bartzis. Andrew Bartzis. <clears throat> I was looking for the clip from him because <clears throat> this was back in 2015, I think, that we got that clip. And he was asked, you know, what he thought about Shungite. And he gives this amazing reading, and I'll keep looking for it, um, concerning the becoming a Shungite being. So we knew when we came into this part of the, the galaxy that we were going to encounter uh, a, a protein belt. They called it the protein belt. And
3: oh, you now... Mean the proton belt?
0: I'm it's Proton belt, yes, thank you. <laughs> and <clears throat> we knew, well... I knew that the reason for this to happen was because there's a black hole in the middle of the galaxy. Now, a black hole, when you think about it, it seems to be sucking up all this light stuff. Well, that's true, but it's also a furnace and it's spilling out a whole bunch of basic, probably all C60s, um, into interstellar space. Well, when we're in this position in the galaxy regarding the center or the black hole in the middle of the galaxy, it's like looking down the chimney, you know? The chimney is just blowing all this stuff at us. So, not only are we aware of Shungite on the Earth, we are actually becoming immersed in Shungite C60 energy being emitted from the you know, center of the galaxy, that is creating the environment. When people talk about, oh, uh, you know, you're gonna you're gonna become crystalline bat- bodies, and you know, we're into this uh, ascension process and everything. Well, no, it, if you look at it from a standpoint of just what's happening in the 3D, <laughs> with the amount of energy coming off of that, you know, phenomena, you're you're everybody on the planet, everything on the planet is in this new environment so the fact that we can be more psychic the fact that you can in all of this is tied to the to the concept of right time right place you know we're in we're in an area where we are being bombarded by the very energy that is contained in the shungite in one little spot on the planet and yet at, at exactly the time that we needed it to be found that we had to understand the energy represented by and the science represented by Shanghai to allow us to give an explanation at the metaphysical slash quantum science way of why are, is it inevitable that there is going to be this transformation in life. It happens every time we get here. But this time we've got Shanghai. We know what it does. Okay, maybe not clip high yet, but we know what it does. And we know that there's a consciousness locked into it, a consciousness level that supersedes just the Shungite itself. You know, it's maybe this is consciousness of the black sun. The the ancients called it the black sun. They knew there was a black hole in the middle of the galaxy. But black hole in the middle of the galaxy. All right. Now, I knew about the black hole in the middle of the galaxy, <clears throat> I think I was probably 26 when I found out, okay, because I just, like, I asked a question, I don't remember what the question was, and all of a sudden I'm, like, getting bombarded by all this information about the black sun in the middle of the galaxy, I didn't know there was a black sun, I never thought about a black sun, black sun, what is this? Well, it turns out it's a black hole, oh, it's a black hole in the middle of the galaxy, Nobody knew that. Nobody was talking about that. But I had seen it. And only because I was studying the ancients and what they believed, and they're talking about this black sun. And, you know, because I was asking about that, then I got the, oh, it's a black hole, and boom. But now everybody knows there's a black hole in the middle of every galaxy. So once you begin to understand that it's all energy... Everything falls into place. Now we. I want to turn it over here to Mark because Mark is the one that that put this clip together. Mark, wh- 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 why did I mean? What are you thinking about it? What are you feeling?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I saw this at the Shungite Reality Facebook group. I want to give credit to Christine Margaret. She's the one that posted the sub-stack of where this originally came from. Um, it's from his. Because Cliff's a, a Substack from November 1st. It's titled Effing um, Stalkers. Effing yeah, obviously being the full word. Um, I did go through the 200 plus comments, and people were asking what's a reliable uh, source to buy them. And of course, I linked Derek. And I wanted to read a couple um, uh, entries that were worth noting. So uh, there's somebody named Roslyn Miners, uh i'm gonna read here she says uh uh, doesn't suck up anything it simply changes its atoms where whatever it touches to a clockwise rotation a clockwise orientation is health for earth and everything connected to earth um e.g when our atoms are stressed in any way the velocity and strength of this orientation weakens the momentum slows and can even stop and start moving in an anti-clockwise direction that's what we know as illness and weakness um Nancy Hopkins, a brilliant clairvoyant, is the person who discovered how Shungite works. She explains this to the world. Cosmic Radio is one of her sites. Nancy Hopkins deserves all the credit for sharing the secrets of Shungite with the world. Do not steal it, Do not steal her thundercliff. Recognize her buildings. Honor her. And then somebody said, like, uh, give it a rest. And and um, I replied with, you know, the usual links with um, Cosmic Reality Archives, Facebook group, and, and Mystical Wares. Uh, so there's another one um another reply there to the substack i myself li- am living in russia st petersburg this is from uh, ivan leksani uh, <clears throat> northwest region close to Karelia region where this shungite originates from this mineral is widespread on the local marketplaces can be purchased pure as a uh, vegetarian, jewelry, home decorations, etc. And the advantages and beneficial features they list are indeed what you've been saying, Cliff. It reduces EMF, relieving stress and anxiety, good for spiritual practices and meditation, improves physical condition, etc. They even sell elite uh, shunga, which they claim not, contains 90% of carbon if compared to the normal one, which is about 30 to 50% carbon on it. And then they gave an example at ozon.ru, um yeah so no it's just just uh the reason why i had was asking you to play it is just people just discovering it another audience and um this was followed up by or initially from the uh uh jean claude um cliff high uh rumble clip from back in what was it uh, the 27th of october was talking about which is also posted in the shungat reality group so uh giving reference to people here um <clears throat> i i to me it helps as far as how the steps of, of how people discover it and the test and um I, of course we should also refer to derek's documents and mysticalwords.com all the science papers he, he put there i'll get that site ready um later and then and, and mention it uh yeah so so it the uh, Cliff does have a Facebook group and I I put <clears throat> the that uh, graphic of the bees and and the powder with your guys um uh what do you call it uh website and then also the one with the spin it, it was the graphic of the spin um yeah it was it was um accepted pretty well by by the what do you call it uh, their audience and um, I also put it in the Facebook group. Um, Cliff's initial mention of Shunga from back in May, also his Substack. Um, it's just good following up on it, and, and, and a great place to help promote you guys, your book Nancy, um, and and, and Derek's site. Because you know, not many people sell the shil- silver version of this. Uh, I think that's all I got to comment. Oh yeah, the Andrew Bartz is. Um, so I did bring back up. From 2019, the Andrew Bartz's uh, YouTube clip. So if you just type in his first and last name in Shungite on YouTube, it'll come up. But I wanted to read that. Shungite is the planet's gift. It's planetary celestial alchemy. After a while, this planet has created alchemy known as Shungite. And Shungite is the representation of every crystal that's ever been experienced by every being living on this world, past, present, and future. So it's every crystal put into one. Just as we're having our awakening, the crystal and mineral community is also having their own awakening. Their process is just happening before our frequency of time is coming into existence. That's why there is a manifestation of Shungite in general. It's there for the people to use. But even the amount amount of Shungite that isn't used, it's still doing its mineral community purpose, which is ascending those beings who are becoming Shungite beings. And Shungite is a sample encoding of infinite energy into a finite object. Um, there was commentary on that um, back back also in 2019 where in Wolf Spirit Radio, your guys' uh, August 31st and November, um, September 1st, 2014 shows uh, expand on that. So, Nancy, I don't know if you ha- still have that around to maybe have as a replay. That would be cool uh, as far as Shanghai history. Um, yeah, so that that I guess that's to the extent of my... Comment, comments on
0: that. <clears throat> well, first off, thanks so much for the person that wrote that about me. <clears throat> I appreciate that greatly, and I appreciate you going through these and looking at, at that information. Um, yep. it, I, I'm excited because um, Cliff has got a lot of contacts, and he, you know, it's out there. It's just kind of frustrating to know that if you just pay attention to the science it will answer so many questions it will just open up an avenue of learning and getting this getting even the you know some of the best at what they do to get them to see that everything is energy is the next step because let's let's face it if if you realize that what this body is just an energy field you know i'm connected to all these other energy fields all over anything i ask i'll get an answer for i can manifest anything i want imagine the 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 amount of in quotes power that that concept gives the individual and it gives the individual a uh, it's a pathway, it's an understanding. In other words, to go from, you can manifest anything from, my God, I'm getting killed on this planet. How do you How do you bridge that? You have to have a story. And that's what they're missing, is the story. And so, when I wrote Cosmic uh, Shungite Reality, it was, yes, I wanted to get across the scientific aspects of it, the metaphysical aspects of it. And by scientific, I'm talking quantum physics. I'm not talking, you know, Newtonian physics. So, but I wanted it to be something that people could just feel comfortable with. It was my exploration. It was my meeting, Walt, our expo- exploration into the subject that, you know, to, to, to get people to understand that we're going through a process of learning ourselves. But what made the difference was that we went out and instead of trying to tell people, you know, this is what it is, we would talk in terms of this is what we're seeing it do. We've done these tests, which we're asking it to do this and, and this and this. You know, so we, we were talking about the the process, the, the 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 journey to understand it. And then so many people, I'm talking about thousands of people really got behind us because remember at that time both Walt and I were on the, well I was on the the one in the, the one and two biggest what we call podcast stations now radio stations then in the world and Walt was on Will Spirit which was the you know the best the best was out there more people it was it, they were the first they were the they were the ones that just brought brought it to be an a, a creation. They manifested the the radio stations, and you know, so we had a massive audience, and those people took it on to believe in what we were saying, took a chance with buying it from me, and then wrote us back. They gave their experiences, and it's like sixty six pages or something of other people. Telling us what what they were experiencing, so right from the get go, Shungai. If you go at it as a not for a money making thing, but for the you know the excitement of learning, what is this? How is it working? I mean, I'd say something to Walt. He'd figure out a way of testing if I was observing something that he could test. Yes, it was. And the next question he'd have is, what what can I make? What does it do for me? What how can I make it? Help me, uh, him, you know, talking from himself. Um, and so that's why we developed the products because of, well, we see that it, it it's changing the electromagnetic field. How is it doing it? How can we get a product out there that is something that we can make that is not going to be too expensive and everybody can easily use it? And those were the stickers. And I thought it was interesting that they went and they started looking at how how little do you need to sh- of shungite to make a difference? Because that's where I went with it, too. I said, I want to know the littlest amount. That's why the stickers were made with powder, because we realized that the smaller you got, the more vibrant became the shungite. And so then, but it's only a little bit of powder. But it, you don't need a bunch of powder. You only need a little bit of powder. And so all of that comes together. But it was the people out there that were saying, like, "Oh, you know, I just put some in my toilet tank in my water. Now I don't have to brush it. You know, it's it's clear. Um, things like that.
3: You know, whoa, whoa, you know." Um, well, my mother had the, the the thought of making the uh, Shungite magnets. It was it was her idea to put <laughs> to make ma- magnets out of the Shungite and then and then. The experiment with the fridge came along and uh, we discovered what happened with the fridge. So,
0: yeah, I mean, it's just a progression, but you, we never went into it to make money. It was the excitement of the search. I kind of missed that, those early days, Walt, remember? (laughs) We'd spend hours on Skype, you know, talking about this, talking about that. And then he started using, uh, you know, the, the... the Shanghai in the energy devices that he already was, was making, and you know it's like, oh my God, we're into a, a totally different level of science. you know again, in quotes.
3: Yeah uh, I, I needed it and I needed it because for uh, I was involved in making uh, organite, the mixture of, of uh, resin and metal shavings. But unfortunately, and I learned this from the people who were making this stuff uh the uh the uh, what do you call it the organite saturates after x number of, of of hours or days that you have it exposed to an electromagnetic field it actually stops doing its work. It was Duncroft himself who told me oh you have to keep making more to replace the one that saturates and I thought it saturates you mean uh, unless this thing gets the uh desaturated it will it'll stop working this is no good. <laughs> I need something that won't do this <laughs> so yeah, shanghai was was the answer Shanghai doesn't saturate it you can you can use it forever and that's why it's a it's a bad uh, what do you call it commercial model for the uh, for the uh, Russians because as like any business you make money by selling a product. How can you make money if the product refuses to wear down and <laughs> you don't have to sell more? <laughs> so well, you, that, people that, keep...
0: that was such an important thing that because we realized what was happening. And then I was fortunate enough to be led to two documents from two different um companies in Russia that were Trying to figure out when did they have to tell people to replace the shungite because these people had gone into shungite instead of carbon, and both of those reports said uh, you don't have to replace it. Now how <laughs> how how I how I managed how those documents actually managed to exist. Because, I mean, over here, if that's what they found out, they would have torn up the research. But it, it, it was there. Again, this is the cosmic universe giving you answers and proof. You know, it was there. And not only that, it was translated into English.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you know, right. I was like, well, and I, I mean, you, you, you look at something like that and you go, OK, so we are absolutely on track. You know, that's what's happening. And, um, you know, you can get the book, Cosmic Shungite Reality, you can get it on Amazon, but you can also get it through Mystical Wares. Now, the difference between Amazon and Mystical Wares is that in Mystical Wares, they're actually stamping the book with Shungite ink in the shape of a a bee. And that book is then quantably entangled with all the other books. It's just an uh, uh, another and this is this is what, you know, I think that Bartz was referring to. This quantum entanglement of people who who have the shungite. And you're in an energy field that is essentially every time somebody who's a shungite being goes, "Aha, I got it. I understand something." Boom, it's in your memory bank whether you will use it or not. It's there. And that's the the degree of interaction you have when you are working with people. And of course, we have the Shungite grid and you can look that up, just, you know, the Shungite world grid, you'll find, I don't know, I don't even know how many people are on it now. I know that it went over 100,000 of locations on the world grid that show where Shungite is. and. It's virtually the only country it doesn't seem to be in is Greenland. And we don't know it w- wasn't there. It just didn't make the map. But when you've got that kind of a... Of a the planet is now shungi We've got the Shanghai cloudbusters, the energy devices that not only Walt makes, but are made by Derek. And, and there's other people out there making their versions. Of course, they're not as good as Walt's. Uh, <laughs> but, and that's because... Walt puts in something that none of them have, nor will have, called nectar. It's another energy. You can. We've talked about it many times. But listen, why don't we just take a break here, and um, then we'll go on to the next thing that Mark has given us. And I just have to get back up here in the playlist. All right, here we go.
1: i yeah.
0: And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It's November 14th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Mark Joseph and Walt Silva. And um, I just want to make one more comment regarding the Shungite Reality book. Um, The Russians came to me. And two Russian translators volunteered their time to take the Shungite Reality book and to put it into Russian. Uh, that was hard, that was harder than writing the book, to be honest. So Amazon would not uh, take that book. They wouldn't take a Russian language book. And I had to get it um, published from some other company. It was rather expensive. And I think we only bought 100 of them. But trying to get them to Russia was like near impossible. There was so many things that, you know, taxes from Russia, taxes. I mean, it was just nuts. So I took the PDF of the book and I put it up as a free PDF on cosmicreality.com. Just go to the books and blogs uh, tab and you'll find anybody that's Russian out there or knows people that are Russian. Um, there, It's a PDF. All they have to do is go there. They can print it out or download it. And... um Because it's just it was so impossible to get it there, to actually get copies of it to the mine itself. There's only one mine that we're talking about there in Karelia. Took somebody leaving from the states with the books, and once they got into Russia, they could mail them directly to the to the general manager of the of the mine. And so, just to let you know what kind of people work there when we realized that powder was the key to shungite it was well, let's say distressing when we were notified and and by now i'm talking derek's involved and derek has a russian here in the states who works with the mine goes to the mine buys up everything that he needs to ship back to to uh, the states that's put in one container, one cargo container, and shipped. So everything you get from Mystical Wares comes directly from the mine. Unlike a lot of other people, they have to go through. They go through the the store, but you know. But this stuff, it's absolutely pure, and um, so we. He, be, Derek, became the biggest buyer of Shungite in the United States, and by then. Um, the people in, in, in Corellia, um, knew about me because they had already approached me to become one of their vendors and they also had taken our products, some of the products that we had, like the, the pendants, the rep pendants, and they had kind of like, I won't say stolen it, <laughs> but copied it. And, um. So that so they had, but then they, they also were introduced to the concept of the bees and what the shungite was doing for the bees. So the general manager, uh, and this was before this was actually Derek hadn't set this whole other shipping thing up at that time, he was in the process of it. But he got a hold of people in Carilia that knew me well, knew my translator. They sent it to my translator, and then she Gives it to me translated. And he offered 20 tons, 20 tons of shungite at no cost to us, as long as we could make sure that it was operated as a nonprofit and that it went to protecting the bees. We couldn't do that because we didn't have the capacity to do it. We just, I mean, there was only three of us at that time. That was, you know, working the store, and it was mostly online at that point. I mean, he had he had a smaller version of Mystical Wares, so we couldn't do it. But what I'm telling you that story is because that's the kind of people that are actually at the at the mine. Can you imagine living, breathing Shanghai all day long? And when they found out that we were one, when they found out the truth about the powder, the reason that they had discontinued it was because of health reasons. Yes, Shungite has got many, many beneficial health reasons, but breathing in the powder is not one of them. And so I, I don't even know if they they were really getting sick from it, but the so, uh, Russians, they were forcing them to make changes to the way that they were doing things in order for health reasons. And um, so it was not economical to them at that moment in time to do that. They weren't selling enough of the powder. But when they found out that we needed that powder, those people committed to <clears throat> making sure that they were health-wise safe for our, their workers and have continued to put out the the powder. So these are the type of people that are there in Kurilia with the shungite. And I just wanted to share that that this is the not it just doesn't happen to the people that get it from them. Those people are special. They're working in in a very magical place. I probably hard, <laughs> probably working very hard. And people that get afraid that we run out of shungite not for a few thousand years maybe <laughs> And but besides which once you got it you got it you know now I said earlier I said I wanted to go to the least amount you needed well now I've said to, I openly say there's not enough shungite because yes you, you can do all the changes to the toxicity but the more shungite you have around the more shungite you have around it's easier to live in a completely shungite environment. So, yeah, don't underestimate shungite. Okay, um, Walt, did you want to say anything regarding
3: that? Um, uh, no, I, I agree with uh, with what you with, with everything you said. Uh, now. <clears throat> What were you going to say as to when you said uh, when you wanted to find out what was the minimum amount of Shanghai that you needed? Three nuggets. Oh, oh, you're you're thinking in terms of nuggets. Okay, I I was thinking in terms of powder because the the smaller the amount, the stronger. When I when people ask me what I should get, I always tell them uh, if you if you compare like a boulder. A nugget is stronger than a boulder, <laughs> and if you if you're looking at a uh, like powder, powder is stronger than a nugget. So it's not like because I learned that from you, that you 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 explained to me the very first time that we had a what was it a one or two hours conversation the first time that we met over the phone, and you told me the the biggest difference that you had detected in the Shanghai compared to all other minerals because you had uh quite a bit of experience dealing with different crystals and different minerals but you said that Shanghai was the exception is that <clears throat> for example when you're looking at uh, quartz crystals okay they all have the same in you because you're a remote viewer and you are and you can feel energies and de- detect them and you told you told me, for example, if you're looking at a mineral, let's say uh, malachite or quartz, okay, they all have the same energy signature. I can detect they all have the, the, the same energy signature. Malachite feels like malachite, quartz feels like quartz, and so on and so forth. He says, but when I look at shangite, every piece has its own signature. They are not the same. Two 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 nuggets side by side they don't have the same signature. And the so the different signatures, they actually they have a resonance when they're together because since they're both different, they actually resonate. And when three of them or more get together, you have this huge field of re- reference. So when you put together a, a pinch of powder where you have millions and millions of particles in that little pinch, you have a field that's made up of of millions of pieces resonating. So that what that's what makes it so radically different from from all other minerals is that, that that's why it's a little bit of powder goes a long way because that's that's all it takes. You have all these pieces resonating with each other, and for example, all those pieces, people think, oh no. It has to be a real mineral in order to be. If you're going to mix it with resin, then it's not. No, quite the contrary. When you mix it, when you make the like the um, magnets, and you make them of resin, of of course, well, all those all those particles of shangite are contained in the resin. You have millions and millions of of uh, particles in in the resin, and they're all resonating together and. We found that, that that resonance is quite significant because when we came up with the, that was you, it was you, I think it was you who wanted the initial idea of uh, developing Shangate with, with rubber. So you had a different, you had the, the particles contained in in the, and the rubber are there, but because the rubber has a different texture, it's vibrating at a different frequency. So you found that the resonance in in the the resonance in resin is higher than the resonance in in rubber because it they are tighter together and it's more difficult to vibrate because it's of the of the resin. but with the uh, with the rubber, it's the the frequency of the vibration is lower. therefore it has, it not that it doesn't work, it just works in a different way. Like for example, you found, the vibration of the shangite rubber to be quite comparable to the purring of a cat and you describe how the the the, pairing, the purring vibration produced by a cat has several healing uh, benefits to it so we found that 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 um the difference in um, in vibration of the of how you are containing the, the shangite differs differs based on the medium whether it's resin whether it's rubber so all of that all of, all of, everything plays a role in this in the shungite and the other thing is is that when when
0: when people are working with Shanghai, their energy field works with the Shanghai too so if i make a pendant i wrap a pendant and then Walt wraps a pendant, and Mark wraps a pendant. Every one of those pendants, even though they're shungite and the same kind of, of wire, the shungite's different, every piece, but so isn't the person who's making it. And that is integrated into these different products. So it's not just a matter of... I mean, you can get a, you don't need all this extra stuff. But one of the things I really appreciate with Derek is that he and his staff, which is only about three people, um, when they're making this stuff, they're doing it from the standpoint of really respecting the Shanghai love, care, you know, is going into it. Whereas if you've got somebody who's manufacturing these things and spitting them out, well, you got machine energy going into it, not human compassion. And human compassion of the higher higher self, let's put it that way. So there, and and the more people that get involved in Shungite, the more it changes. And it's it does it won't change bad. It has this, it becomes, the sentience of it says no, I won't do bad. Don't
3: forget that it turns on your phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, on. I
3: I experienced it firsthand because uh, I was in the middle of the. Of the laundromat, just minding my own business, the phone rings and it's 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 Dolly calling me, and she didn't dial her phone, <laughs> so so Shanghai was a mediator making a phone call between us.
0: <laughs> oh, she one day we got this. My my Skype called me and it was Dolly. I said, Dolly, why'd you call me? She said, I didn't call you, and I said, Well, I didn't call you right and then boom dave dave corso shows up <laughs> and he said i called you both you know and that and thank god i hit the record button on the skype call because that was like a a two hour show of of him talking about all sorts of things that was when he was talkative so you know i mean if if the universe wants something done they do it with shungite or without it but when you got shungite it's a lot easier <laughs> So, um, yes. Where should we go now, uh, Mark?
1: I wanted to add as far as um, uh, you know you guys are talking about basically Shungite history in the archives. So, um, and and Walt used to do shamanic realm um work and and with clients too. And uh, a couple of those stories, you guys worked with Shungite shungite sentience in in that area and it was noticeable based on what you said is that um if it was the uh, s4 shungite the the the, um consciousness would show up as a white lion but if it was just the regular shungite um it's the black lion
2: Mm -hmm. um
1: i don't know if you guys want to share a quick story or two or like um how that kind of came about because um, there's other Shungai companies out there that do use like the white or black line as, as their logo, but um, that I think, as far as I know, that originated from from your guys' experiences, right?
3: Yeah. yeah. Hmm.
0: Well, it start it started out with um, he was doing a shamanic he was doing shamanic journeys that had started to have a lot of ET connections instead of just meeting some. Guide or some higher self of somebody he was meeting these ET people and he was being ushered in. And he, remember, he's in a shamanic journey, it's sort of like remote viewing into a different world. <laughs> and he was being ushered onto a, a, a vehicle to take him to a bigger vehicle. And they said, No, 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 you can't take the shungite and he was like startled because he hadn't been thinking about shanghai and that's they were looking behind him is is am i telling the story true and you turned yes, around and there was yes. and there, there was a black lion there correct and that was how we got introduced to the black lion but the white lion um started showing up after we started working with the silver saturated shanghai and Which makes sense, because that was why, well, just, just to give the people that might not know the story, somebody, I was on Skype with somebody that had one of my pendants, and it was one of the original that was done with silver wire. And, you know, it's, it's uh, silver coated. There's a core of copper in it, but it was silver coated. <clears throat> so... All of a sudden, I see that it looks like copper I am look, like looking at copper wrap, and I went, what what's the matter with your pendant?" gee oh, I meant to tell you that the silver's all gone, which was kind of preposterous to me. And so I said something to Walt and Walt said, "Oh yeah, silver migrates <clears throat> and in computer stuff. that's why they like to use gold instead of silver solder solder, you know it will migrate. And you know because now he's been given a a, a clue. <laughs> a hint, he takes the, uh, he had colloidal silver, which is a a solution that's got nanoparticles of silver in it, so he put in a couple of nuggets, I think three, or I don't know how many you put in there, you sent me three, and within hours, the solution had turned from a a golden color into pure water, and it had the smell of fruity, uh, what was it? The taste, the taste of tutti frutti tutti frutti the gum thing you know well because collo- the-
3: colloidal silver by itself it tastes like uh, rose petals that's the taste of a uh, uh, colloidal silver but then when i dissolved solution the, the silver disappeared and it was just water but now it tasted like tutti frutti <laughs> <laughs> so he
0: sends me those nuggets and um as soon as I, I I got involved with them, I had, I got I got I got you know the regular nugget here, and I got this the silver saturated one, and the difference was that when you and I'd seen this in the in the regular one, okay, the raw Shungite. um, I could see the quantum field. I could see how it was connecting and working with the quantum field, and it's like you got a quantum door. Let's just think of it as a door, and the door would open, and there would be all this energy from the quantum field that blew through and then it was shut and it was pulsing 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 that was the rock then when i got the shungite silver in my hand and i looked at it the door to the quantum was wide open and it didn't shut and that's basically the difference why it works that way i don't know but it's something that you know is something that i saw it i told walt and then Walt started testing, you know, in different ways about, you know, what is really happening here. So, yes, if, if the best thing in the, that we've ever come across is the silver-saturated Shungite. And I think that, I don't know, maybe Mark knows, but I think that people are talking about that now. You, you know, the competitors, competitors are talking about it. But I don't think that they go through the process that Derek goes through. Which is to take thousands of dollars of sh- silver, and then tumble the Shungite nuggets in this tumbler that's in the shape of a uh, basically a honeycomb, <laughs> you know. And so it's rotating, and we even we even did experiments with uh, having it uh, tumble for three days, six days, nine days. And yes, every time it tumbled for a longer time, that you would change the frequency. But the frequency that you got after the three days was more compatible with the 3D human body. And um, so that's why, you know, we said, this other is interesting, but it's it. we don't need that right now. What we need is to be able to get the human being right. And so that's why he tumbles it for three days. So and it's not we've looked at it through a microscope it's not that the shungite is coating the uh the silver's coating the shungite it's actually embedded in the shungite that's why we call it saturated
3: yeah that's that, that's a, an, atti- an attribute of the of the silver silver yeah. migrates it's just you can't help it that's why in the electronic world they they want to stay away from it because they it's a it's it has to do with their their attitude toward uh, material contamination. so they consider no we we need to keep these separate because they, they don't realize that by the migration of of the silver it makes the conductivity on the on the contacts even better, but they don't care for that they they they, they want to follow the rules. the rule says no no material should contaminate so oh okay. So that's why they go with gold. But in reality, uh, silver is a better contact for electronics. Interesting. Mm. Did that answer
0: your question? <laughs> we started with alliance, but <laughs> Mark?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's, you know, you go on the journey and then take the ride, right?
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah,
1: yep. I wanted to read, um, Justin said it was okay in the chat to to read this. Um good friend of Derek's been to the store and huge supporter of Shungite and been on the show before. So I wanted to read this. Uh, While I was in the hospital earlier this year fighting sepsis, I rubbed Shungite S4 powder um, and had a pouch containing S4 around my neck. The medical teams gave me one in a billion chance of survival. They kind of thought I was a little bit nuts when I tried explaining that Derek was sending me energy and would have me washed up before each surgery. But after i survived all 8 and my body reacted positively they realized that there <clears throat> that there are many there may be something into what i was saying and believing uh let's just say that there are now many nurses walking around with shunga and other various stones in their pockets when i was pleased to to give them um so i think that is also a good time to promote the weekly scaler um that Derek offers it goes off um i think fridays right and then people can sign up for mystical wares this week's is overall well-being. And they just need an email or and or phone number and then a name. And you can book a session there for free. Um, yeah, say, um, Justin's saying, Derek's been a vital asset, continuously sending me energy and scalar sessions. And I wear S4 around my neck as well as um, a Muakai b- bracelet gifted by Derek and Jalissa. Also, the S4 pad has been a godsend. So there you go, a great testimony. Um,
0: thank you, Justin.
1: Yeah, uh, I think there was something else with Diane, but I'll have to look at that later. Oh, um, she's saying something about uh, getting uh, Walt's hoponopono resonator. So that's of course NewParadigmTools.net. Um, well, have you had any um cool uh or highlighted updates you can share from customers or testimonials or anything like that that comes to mind
3: the last uh the last project i was involved in um was well uh the the last cloudbuster or eagle i was that was sent to uh canada because you remember the, they were afflicted by all the smoke from all the fires and uh a few a few days after the eagle arrived, it rained for the first time, <laughs> so they were really happy because the, all that rain drove the the smoke away. And after uh, that, after the, after the uh, eagle, I worked on a resonator, uh, the um, the uh, what do you call it, the uh, Surya resonator. But instead of looking white, as as in the picture in my website. It looks black because the person requested a special project to m- combine andara crystals so the andara crystals uh one is cl- one of the crystals she sent me is clear and the others that she sent me is black so i had to grind it and it, it, it made the unit look uh semi-black With speckles in it because it was really the other the other was really shiny so that was a very uh, interesting piece because uh, of the the whole story in the uh, in the Andara crystals it it, it looked to be made uh, especially to interact with uh, Shungite so um, I'm hoping to get more feedback from her uh, after she's used it for a while.
0: Can you remember what the
3: Andara's crystal is about can you tell more yes about do i have is it i, I yeah I, I can if you if you don't mind me reading it i can tell you okay it says the science of monatomic and dark crystal uh the goal of all scientific and metaphysical endeavors is to shed light on the unknown what was once thought to be metaphysical magic is now commonplace We live in a world that is rapidly changing. New discoveries seem to happen on a daily basis. And what was believed to be immutable scientific fact has been turned on its head. So too has the discovery of Andara crystal expanded on our knowledge of science and metaphysics. In 1985, a unique mineral deposit was discovered near one of Earth's high energy vortex vortex sites in the high Sierra mountains of Northern California. Monatomic elements of gold, silver, iridium, rhodium, chromium, platinum, and other monatomic minerals were found in this deposit. This natural mineral complex exhibits extraordinary properties that strengthen and stabilize the electromagnetic fields of the human body. Discovered within the deposit was, were glass-like crystals of exceptional power and beauty. Monatomic and crystal is a glass-like transmuted mineral complex from this naturally occurring mineral deposit, high in monatomic minerals. The modalities of these crystals interact with the individual electromagnetically, restoring health and equ- equilibrium. Classical science teaches us that the three phases of matter are gases, liquids, and solids. Current discoveries have now replaced that theory with the newer plasmas, condensates, and liquid crystal states of matter. What classical science does not teach us, because these are new discoveries, is that there is, in fact, another phase of matter called monatomic. Monatomic, or monatomic elements, are the cutting edge of this new elemental frontier. Yet, its its technology is ancient. The exotic properties of monatomic gold and the platinum group metals are rediscovered of an advanced science understood and known by the ancient Mesopotamian, Egyptian, and Israeli priests. The ancient Mesopotamians called it shem an and the Egyptians described it as mofkoz t. The Israeli priests called it Mana, while the Alexandrians venerated it as a gift from the paradise and later chemists such as Nicolas Flamel called it the philosopher's stone. The monatomic and their crystal is very special. In confirmed scientific testing of the location where they were or- originally found, the soil that monatomic and their crystals were discovered in contained high levels of monatomic metallic elements. Monatomic metallic elements are single atom metal elements that behave very di- very differently than normal metals. First, as an example, monatomic gold is a fine white powder with very light weight, where metallic gold is very heavy. The atomic electron spin rate frequency in monatomic gold is much higher than regular gold. Very specialized equipment is needed to even test monatomic gold, as normal testing procedures produce inconclusive results of, of an or unknown substance. When monatomic metallic elements are heated to high temperatures, they transmute to a glass-like material. Monatomic Andera crystal. Monatomic elements have the following confirmed properties. Very high atomic spin rate or vibrational energy. Like light photons, they pop in and out of existence. Their vibrational energy can be passed to other objects. They are first matter elements, prima mantra. mantra. They have been used throughout history to heal and raise, expand consciousness. A new science has emerged to deal with the quantum-like properties of high spin state, high frequency elements. Superconductivity, gravity defined materials, teleportation, space-time manipulation, multidimensional universes, and other truly astonishing discoveries have been made and are projected uh, theoretically for the near future. Tests done in the U.S. and Russia confirmed that monatomic metallic elements are superconductors with a null magnetic field, repelling both north and south magnetic poles. This is conducive to zero-point energy (ZPE). Is known as an energy that fills the fabric of all space, which exists in at very high frequencies. Monatomic metallic elements have the ability to tap into this limitless supply of energy. In ways we are just beginning to understand. Most modern testing equipment is not sensitive enough to detect elements that are superconductive in nature. When tested, when tested, most return inconclusive results and readings. Under spectroscopic analysis, monatomic metallic elements don't even register. Monatomic metallic elements have always exhibited the strange property of not being capable of analysis. They have been classified as substances unknown by testing labs. It has also been shown that monatomic metallic elements can actually alter their physical state and shift into other dimensions. When heated under certain conditions, monatomic metallic elements, normally 35% silica, fuses into a beautiful obsidian-like material comprised of 75% silica. Scientists are unable to explain how the seemingly impossible transmutation takes place. Other tests reveal that the material could transfer its exotic properties to similar metallic or silica materials. It seems that the monatomic metallic elements have the ability to resonate similar materials to their high frequency rate, transmuted and and or transforming that material to resemble and reflect their exotic properties. Monatomic and crystal is the result of monatomic metallic elements that are found naturally in the ethereum powders heated to high temperatures. This process not only transmutes the ethereum powders, but refines their monatomic met- metallic metals and enhances their exotic properties. Testing has shown that monatomic and crystals resonates at the high frequencies of the exotic matter. They, are, they were created from. Frequency is a measurement of energy. All substances can be measured for their wave signatures or frequency. Even our thoughts are an energy that can be measured. Each organ of the body has its own frequency with a particular range suggesting good health. Bruce Tainio of Tainio Technology uh, in Chennai. Washington created a monitor to calculate biofrequency. He found the average frequency of a healthy human body is between 62 to 68 hertz. Robert O. Becker, author of The Body Electric, states much about a person's health can be determined by the frequency of the person's body. If the frequency drops, the immune system is compromised. As that average of frequencies drops, we start to see diseases such as colds, flu, Epstein Barr virus, cancer, etc. On the other hand, higher frequencies denote physical health, as well as highly creative and intuitive states. In a test performed by Bruce Tainio, a subject was measured for frequency. Then the subject held a cup of coffee. The frequency dropped in seconds. After drinking the coffee, the frequency of the subject dropped again. The same tests were performed again, this time using positive and negative thoughts. Within three seconds of thinking negative thoughts, the frequency dropped. It took 21 seconds of thinking positive thoughts to bring the frequency back up. Bruce Tainio reported in 1997 that the monatomic and their crystal had been put on an electromagnetic spectrum analysis and the electromagnetic patterns it emanates are not at all like regular obsidian. Bruce also tested the ethereum powder using the biofrequency matter and found unusual properties in the trace minerals. Monatomic Andera crystals is also heliocentric, meaning that it absorbs and reflects physical light toward the center of its crystalline spiral. Without elaborating on the science of heliocentric refraction, we will say here that this causes the monatomic Andera crystal to be very healing, to gaze into while holding in natural sunlight. The, of, the metaphysics of, monotho- of monotonic and dark crystal. The monotonic and dark crystal was originally found in a half-Choctaw Indian, Indian woman by the name of Nelly, a medicine woman and shaman. Being a shaman and healer, she immediately knew it had powerful healing properties. Intuition was quickly borne out when various healings and other paranormal events started taking place. Nelly, Nelly immediately sent Reverend Maya a batch of the Andara crystal, and she too had some rather profound spiritual experiences with it. This is the source of the translation of Akashic record reading of Tehudi Toth by Reverend Maya Shamayim Nartumid. Uh So this is in quotes uh, Tehuti. Andara is the name we have chosen to give to these crystals. They are composed primarily of prima matra, sacred matter, heated to very high temperatures. We have related to you in past transmissions that the sacred matter powder powders referring to the ethereum Gold and Prima Matra powder coming from this sacred land were created by an inner dimensional energy implosion. Those we call the Time Walker, who worked in conjunction with the High Devas myth uh, with the High Devas mythologically de- depicted as unicorns originally seeded the land for the formation of the prima matra. When the implosion occurred, the seed material was heated, not only to very high levels, but also in a contained hyperfield, which is created by two dimensions touching. A hyperfield forms a no time zone where linear laws of thermodynamics are warped, or in some cases do not apply at all. It was within such a hyperfield that the Prima Matra powders and the Andara crystals were ori- originally created. The Hudi, approximately 2,000 years after the interdimensional implosion had occurred, a Lemurian temple complex was raised on this site. The name of the temple was Andara, meaning light of beauty and perfection. The primary purpose of this complex was in working with the Prima Matra powders crystals, and water of the land. By this, we mean that through their purposeful interaction with the prima matra, they effectively transmuted their crystalline DNA, therefore becoming a highly futurized form of human being, even more developed in the light matrix than the Lemurians of that age. Thus, we will cease calling these colonists Lemurians and refer to them as Andarians. Now we focus on the subject of the Andara crystals. While they resemble a crystalline lava glass, and while certain similarities are present between lava glass, such as obsidian and these crystals, they are vastly different energetically. Natural lava glass could could only be seen energetically as a distance cousin of Andara crystals. Lava glass is created from volcanic activity deep in the earth, with the material coming to the surface in an eruption and being exposed to specific conditions as it cools. Because these lava glass minerals come from deep inside the earth, within chambers containing great heat, they do contain various levels of prima matra. And their crystals are even rarer than the prima matra lava glass in that they were formed inside a no time hyperfield creating within them a kinso themitic continuum. This continuum that allows a moving time field within the elemental and structural composition of the crystal formation. In essence, this K continuum does not align to natural polarity. Instead, its phase matches directly with the universal light matrix, or the golden net of Athena. Note, Athena's net is the geometric space-time continuum, uh, also known as the web of Athena. Being heliocentric, the monatomic under-crystal tends to draw the individual's consciousness into the center of the energy spiral, within then, and that's, there's a, found something here blocking the text, thus bringing that person's consciousness into more intimate contact with the Andarian consciousness. Monatomic and their crystals also create a double vortex. In other words, they have a zero point energy and they have a superconductive monatomic energy. It has been our experience that the field associated by the monatomic and their crystal represents a very large kinetic potential. It works quite differently than regular crystals like quartz where one may amplify their intention through the crystal. Instead, one inserts their intention into the kinetic field associated with the monatomic Andara crystal, and the entire field moves in response to that intention. Since Andara crystals were first discovered, many people working with them have experienced major shifts in their lives. Richard B., a medical intuitive in Vancouver, Washington writes, the individual using the entire crystal is able to raise their own vibration to match receive and meditate the higher frequencies. Meditating with monatomic Andaras, using gem elixirs made from them, carrying them and working with them in other ways will help us to attune them to them and increase our ability to use them as tools for healing and the science of exploring our consciousness. Many customers have bought monatomic Andara crystals from us, always comment on the energy field that is almost tangible, a whoosh that seems to go through them, bringing relief and joy. They feel lighter, relaxed, and surrounded by light. Physical pain is lessened or just isn't there anymore. Vitality and optimism seem abundant. Others report an expansion of consciousness of oneness with God. The monatomic and their experience Monatomic and dera crystals positively affect the energy patterns that move through the body's meridians. And dera crystals initiate electromagnetic balance and harmony via a positive charge wave that restores and cleanses. The individual is blessed with greater creativity, enhanced mind body coordination, improved learning ability, and less stress. Calmness and serenity can also resort as mental clutter gifts way to a more focused thought process the energy of monatomic and their crystals is specific to the upper chakra centers thoughts become more focused and the transformational process of energy into matter is accentuated the vibrational difference between thought and the object of the thought becomes reduced therefore the time and consciousness effort required to manifest intent into physical reality is also reduced. Many experience the effects of monatomic and their crystals as dramatically expanded sensory perception and access to information beyond normal third dimensional channels. Intuition is increased, especially experiences of telepathic connection with other people or beings. Connections to your higher divine self are strengthened, increasing feelings of universal oneness, harmony and joy. Monatomic and their crystals are a soul-enhancing, high vibrational healing tool that works on all levels, physical, emotional, and spiritual. The process creates unique healing experience individual for each person, assisting him or her in releasing unwanted energies while expanding their understanding of their true reality, closer to their original Divine Consciousness. Monatomic Andara Crystals is one of the master crystals, a healer and a powerful tool. Number one, increasing awareness and vibration to access universal knowledge. Two, cleaning and balancing chakras. Three, activates one's energy channeling ability. Four, accelerates the spiritual development process. And five, aids a person to manifest the life he, she chooses. Monatomic Andara Crystals have been placed at all the sacred sites on the planet in the temple and the pyramid in egypt they have created a healing field surrounding this planet each and crystal connects and links with all the others and the sites and information at that location is available to those who have who can connect with their hearts and minds um true monotonic and their crystals were found high-energy vortex sites in the Shasta Mountain region of Northern California and only occurred there in South Africa. Other locations have not been tested for the presence of monatomic minerals or metals and cannot be verified at this time. For more on on Andara Crystals, visit us at www.livestreasureskawaii.com this this makes me think that it's a it's an excellent companion for shanghai because according to regina martino who wrote the book on shanghai uh, first let me let me let me just
0: interrupt yeah. you okay, because it's much more than that okay yeah, this this show has been fairly magical because one of the things that happened was that mark read what um, andrew bartz has said about shanghai right? What did he say? He said that Shungite has the energy of every crystal that ever was or will be. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, you took and oddly enough, Maya sent me these crystals. I've got those these crystals here. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Three different types. Where they are, I don't know. I'm hoping that one day I'll be led to them, but at the time, I didn't I really wasn't getting anything off of them. Mm-hmm. Because... It wasn't time, okay? Um, What's happened is that when you integrated that into the sun resonator, the suri resonator, you imbued that energy in every piece of shungite. Everybody that's got a piece of shungite now has an endera crystal energy. (sighs) You don't have to go out and worry about getting it. You've got it. you got it. But now, what you need to do is realize you've got it, and begin to engage your your imagination, your intuition, to unleash all of the powers and all of the things that they were talking about. My was
3: to me to me it sounds like it's completing the picture because if you remember Regina Martino's book, her initial testing, I I take it it's a number of years have passed, and since then shungite has had an uh, an upgrade because the uh, the blue uh, comet the, disintegrated over the shungite field. So I, so I get it. It's been a lot of change. But at the time that she did the, her testing, she found the shungite was primarily affecting the lower chakras. So by combining it with uh, amethyst, amethyst was addressing the higher chakras. But when I, when I read the definition of this Andara crystals, it's like the Andaras are focused on the higher chakras, the higher frequency chakras of the body. So if it's doing that, and it's completing the image of of what the Shanghai does, affecting both the higher and the lower chakras. So uh, to me, it, it kind of completes it completes that equation. So yeah, you're right. It is it it it's bringing bringing them both together.
0: Now I'm not sure when you did that, but um, I've taken off every piece of shungite I had. I I, I, I couldn't I couldn't wear the the shungite anymore. <laughs> now I'm sitting on shungite. I've got shungite all over the house and everything, but there and I'm going like. Why? I mean, it wasn't like I was focused on something that was happening with a Shungite. It was like if I was wearing the pendant, even with just one of the the cloth cords, it felt heavy. Like there
3: was pressure on my neck. So you're Nancy 4.0. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had to take it off of the gold uh, chain that I had. And when I did that it was like oh thank god. I mean it was like whoa, just getting the gold off of me. And uh so I put it on the cloth one and pretty soon I'm like I can't I can't wear this. I don't know why. And um so it it I mean I, I, if I leave the house I take it with me. <laughs> I'm not going to leave the house without the jungle. But in my own environment no. And I think it might be that um you know, a reaction to the fact that you put that into the Shungite resonator. Therefore, every piece of Shungite is, again, taking another dimensional growth. Another, another leap. <laughs> Shungite represents every single energy that ever was, ever will be, mineral energy, on the planet. And so it was there, but until you actually physically in the 3D gave a story to it, it couldn't be tapped into because we didn't know it was there. But now, you know, I mean, I think that's from a website. We should get that uh, uh, URL so that people can read this because that's what Shungite is going to give you next. (laughs) You know, yeah, we're at the end of the old world and the beginning of the new, but um, we're going into the new with just an amazing... Crystal. I mean, I had read that, and it was like, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I just wasn't being, like, you know, kicked in the head, pay attention. It was like, no, just take note of this, and, you know, it'll make sense in the future. Well, now it makes sense. So, um, Mark, you got anything else here? I mean, we got those other two, but I don't think we have time to do them. I know we don't.
1: Yeah, I'd say it for next week, but wanted to recommend people to say what show helped Um, boost us into a a bigger perspective of all the craziness that's happening. And then Cosmic Soup, Radio 5G, uh, Wednesday, right? A new one with you?
0: Yes, yes. We did it yesterday. What did we do? It's two, it's two different. One's on Scalar Weaponry and the other is on um, The Great Reset. And then the second hour, Mark and I talk about those particular subjects and kind of give you the out which is shungite are you surprised (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness so and we will be on with cosmic reality dolly howard will be joining myself and walt and she's making a list i hope it's a good one and um yeah well like christmas
3: she's making a list like christmas every every show (laughs) she makes a
0: list if we're lucky you know when she's got the time she does she's very it's like mark you know without mark i wouldn't be able to do this show or the radio uh 5g cosmic soup anyway say good night or goodbye to people please
1: well oh, yeah um or mark go ahead yeah thanks everybody it's fun thanks everybody in the chat
3: thank well, you everybody for being here with us and uh we hope we hope to see you later take care everybody be safe be
0: blessed and um like i say we've got some good radio coming up you have been listening to the Shanghai radio show produced by cosmic reality radio thank you for being here be safe